Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. What a wonderful day it is to be with you. Thank you for listening. We want to first of all thank our sponsors, Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center. Thank you so much for sponsoring Real Life, Real People Radio and those individuals who sponsor us every month. Thank you. You know who you are and we thank you. We want to also thank our listeners. We appreciate you listening and we thank you for taking the time every Sunday morning to listen. Today we're going to talk about how to find calm in our storm. We all have storms we're facing, big storms, little storms, but there's something that is in your path maybe that's been bothering you, maybe you're carrying some burdens, you have the way to worry. So what are we going to do? Who can we trust? Tanya, let's start off. Who do we trust? Jesus Christ. There you go. Jesus Christ. He calms the storms. He does, even when we create those storms. And a lot of times they are of our own creation. You know, you always tell me you hear things between your ears in your mind that is a storm that you create on your own. Why do we do that? I just, I don't know. I do it too. I think for me, I, I reflect back to maybe something someone said or an action that someone's taken, something that has triggered my memory to the negative. And it's not intentional, and I am a positive person. My glass is always half full. But I think sometimes, specifically when it comes to me, not others, but just about myself, I am more quick to believe the worry, the anxiety, the negative, and I let that play in my head, maybe to my own detriment. Yes, I think we all do that, and we listen to other people versus the voice of God. You know, there's a story in uh, Mark that I want to talk about. I'll just start out with this, where Jesus does calm the storm. And the disciples were afraid. I'm sure they're worried about a lot of things. They were on the Sea of Galilee. They were crossing over to the other side, and it was evening. And a great windstorm arose, and waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was filling up you know, with water. Now, of course, that's a lot of stress right there. I would be worried. I would be afraid. But Jesus was with them in the boat. And Tanya, he was asleep on the cushion. He was asleep during the storm, which indicates that he wasn't worried. He wasn't afraid. But these disciples are afraid. And so they woke him up and said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And then he said to the disciples, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus Christ. And folks, if he can calm the great big sea, he can calm what's going on in your life, what's going on between your ears, wherever that struggle is. He is the answer. And He is the one who can take those burdens from you. He is the one that you can trust. So would you join us by sitting back, by relaxing, by grabbing your favorite cup of coffee, grabbing hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grabbing hold of Jesus, who will bring the Bible to life for you. Let us pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning and we are so grateful and so thankful that you are who you are and all that you do for us. Lord, there are many times we forget just how mighty you are. You can calm the greatest storm and you can make the smallest burden even less. So Lord, let us hear your voice today. Let us hear your message today of how we can do better in our own storms and find peace with you because we know there is peace and joy and grace and mercy with you, Jesus Christ, whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. I think we all worry. We all have these burdens that we carry. So who can we trust? We've said it. We can trust Jesus Christ. Why? Well, I heard a song recently, and I like to play it most days because it's so comforting to me, and the words are so true. Listen to this. There's a place far from this world of worry where freedom awaits from that burden you have locked inside. It's through Jesus Christ. He has a river of grace flowing from you, and we all have the choice to let it go and go down there where the river runs free and know that Jesus will carry all your worries away and that he's waiting for you. And all it takes is a little faith and a lot of trust. It does. And Jill, you said something a moment ago that made me stop and think. All we have to do is cast our burdens, but we have to be willing to let them go. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, I like to give them to God and then I take them back and I try and reshuffle the deck and try and reorganize in a better way, trying to present a better picture to God. He doesn't necessarily need it that way. And more importantly, I'm not really giving my cares to Him when I do that. So you really have to trust, as you just mentioned, and know that it's going to be okay. Leads me to a Bible verse I read earlier today. It's talking about Samuel comes from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at things that the people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So I feel like, from my own understanding of this verse, even though I try and take it back sometimes and then I give it back to God, God knows my heart on that matter. And He sees me through the lens of my heart, not necessarily my actions, which don't always match what my heart's doing. I like that you said that. I agree with you. And when you do cast every care into the river of grace onto Jesus Christ, your heart will arise clean, free, true and alive and and God does know our hearts and he wants us to cast every care to him I'm glad that you brought that up there's also another scripture from 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 that says cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you he does the Lord cares for us so much he wants us to trust him he wants us to believe in him he wants us to let our hearts swing wide open so that the river of grace can flow in us. Again, that's the living water that Jesus Christ gives us, that river of grace. 
Don't you love rivers? I know I do. I love any body of water. Just listening to the water. Running it's peaceful. Up, peaceful. Think about that. That's the Lord Jesus Christ, His grace flowing in you. And when you do cast your cares to Him, you don't need to be worried anymore. That's the beauty of it. He takes all the worries. He really does. And you know, Jill, a lot of times we find ourselves maybe going through some things that we're not happy about, whatever the situation is, health, money, relationships, personal struggles, the world today. But God can do so much in those things you're going through when you trust Him, when you let Him in to what you've got going on. And how do you get to that point, Jill? Well... Trusting Him with all of my heart. And I like to take some time and just pray. I really believe in the power of prayer. And when I have all these worries going on and these things that I'm dealing with, I like to just take that time, take some deep breaths in, and really refocus my mind on Christ. And take every thought captive to him because there's so much coming at us and so much negative that I can be so stressed out if I sit there and just don't take the time to trust in the Lord and be still and just know that when I am afraid I can put my trust in him and actually that's from Psalm 56 3 when I am afraid I put my trust in you and that helps me just knowing that he's going to take away all those fears if I just take time and trust in Him. True. And one of the true points of why God even created human beings, well, He gave us the freedom to choose. So He gave us that vulnerability. He gave us that ability that we could even rebel against Him. And in many mm-hmm. cases, I know I have. And I have turned from that and asked for forgiveness. And so thankful for his death, burial, and resurrection, that we get to have that new life. But he opened his heart to the most vulnerable type of pain by giving us the ability to make those choices because he loved us so much. He wanted to make certain that we had a pathway back to him. Casting your cares, showing you love him, having that relationship, no matter what storm you're in, there is peace, friends, true peace. You know, you're exactly right. And I'm looking at some scriptures in Jeremiah. The prophet Jeremiah had some fears. In fact, he wept a lot for the people. They called him the weeping prophet. He cried a lot for the people and for some things around him that he saw. And sometimes we can find ourselves like that with with what's going on around us in our world today. We can just find ourselves so emotionally distraught with what's going on. But there's a scripture in chapter 17, verses 7 through 8, I would like to read. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream, and it does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. So here you you get some encouragement that if we just trust in the Lord, who's and we really do trust in the Lord, we'll be like a tree planted by water. And we will be able to endure when heat comes, when 
the anxiousness comes. When, when things come, they call the year of the drought, we will still be able to bear fruit. Again, trusting in the Lord. So, Tanya, how do we trust in the Lord? Best way that I have learned over time, I had to trust Him with little things, and that grew to big things. And when I'm in the midst of a waiting period, waiting to see what God will do next, my trust from previous experiences is what my mind goes to so that I can say, okay, this is taking a little longer maybe than I would like, but remember, He said this and He would do this and His promises are true. That carries me through. And when I get really in a bind and needing help, I pray to God to bridge my faith from where I am to where I'm going so that that faith is what carries me through. That is so beautiful. And I love how you look back and remember what God has done. We need to continue to do that. There's so much that God has done for each of us in our lives. Absolutely. And He will continue to do that. And He wants us to remember, to remember what He has done. In fact, do you journal? I do. And I have found that to be very rewarding. Not only does it take me back to Scripture, but it takes me back to a time, and that's kind of how I got in this process. It takes me back to a time when I was really struggling over something, and I was praying really big about it. Um... I can go back and remember and see the specifics, and it gives me the perfect plan that I've already forgotten, because I'm like a little kid with faith sometimes. You need to have that opportunity to go back and reflect. Right. Answer prayers or just different situations that you found yourself in. That is so helpful. So we've talked about praying and growing our faith. Another way is to memorize scripture and let certain scriptures just resonate in your heart. One of my very favorite ones, you know it. I have a lot. I always say that, but this one is one that I memorize and I use it and I say it to myself. I memorized it and just it it has come real in my life a lot. And it's Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And that's, you're familiar with that scripture, I know. I had my Bible open. She couldn't see my Bible, people. That was the one I was fixing to read. Uh Uh-uh. Yes, it was. It was. So that's one that I believe we can even break it down into the various parts. So let's do that. Start with the first part of that. What does it say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not a little bit of your heart. With all your heart. Again, don't try to take back things that you've given to God like we talked about earlier. All your heart. And it's hard to do at times, isn't it? It really is. Some days more challenging than others. And then the second part after trusting in the Lord, what does it say? And lean not on your own understanding. That one's hard. We want to know why, why. We want to figure things out. Or what's next? I'm eager. I want to get there. Show me. But when we renew our mind and we keep our mind set on Christ and on the Spirit, we're not going to need to understand as much. We're just going to know, okay, God's got it. And I may not understand. It may not make sense. But I'm just, again, trusting you. I don't need to know all these things. I don't need to know the why. I would like to, and and there are times he will show you that. But if 
if you're so worried about the why, you're not focusing on how big God is and how he can move that mountain for you. And in the next verse, in all your ways, submit to him. So if you're not submitting to him in all facets that you are, including wanting to know the next step, if you spend your time focused on him versus the steps, that picture is going to get much more clear. It is. And I want to stop there. I want to talk about how we can do this, how we can acknowledge him in all our ways. First of all, pray. Pray for direction. You may have a decision that you need to make or situation. Have you taken that to God in prayer? Not just one time, but continual prayer. Continual prayer. And then when you hear, maybe in your spirit, to to do something, or you read in the scriptures, okay, I know what I'm to do. Obey it. Obey the commands. Don't just say, well, I don't know, but really obey. Because when you obey the commands of the Lord, you're showing Him you love Him. And He will show Himself or manifest Himself to you in various ways. What's another way you can acknowledge Him? I think just in your time of reflection and maybe worry and trying to rest your faith on what God can do, worship God. Worship God. That is the best way because it's going gonna, it's gonna to send you right back to focus on Him and not the things that have casted your direction another, another path. In fact, if you're stressed, I like that. Go worship Him. Turn on some praise music or music that you just enjoy, that you can just kind of escape away, steal away to another place in time with Him. And, and I like to also delight in the Lord. When you delight in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. You get that relationship between you and Him that grow closer and closer. You know, Jill, for me, my morning routine is very specific. And my morning routine starts with God before I even get out of the bed. And it has to, or my day is off kilter. So there is none of this me forgetting or not having time, even on my busiest days, even in my rushed mornings, even when I'm not even in my typical office space, I still have to have that time with God to get my day centered. It starts me out going the right direction so I know which way I'm supposed to go and whose I belong to. You're so right on that, and I do the same no matter where I am. If I'm traveling or if I'm somewhere else, I still start my day with God. I like to open the scriptures and and do some writing. I write every day and write my feelings, write prayers, and pray. And so if, if you're struggling in your morning and just getting going, try starting your day with quiet time and maybe when you do that, you will be able to have a new mindset for what you're going to face. Another thing we can do is be aligned with God in our actions. Not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. Go and do those things. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And that's from Matthew 6, verse 33. So go out and do those things that you know God wants you to do. There's another scripture from Proverbs And it's still in chapter 3. It's verse 25 and part of 26. Have no fear of sudden disaster or ruin that overtakes. Oh, we need to hear that now. Exactly. 
for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. So even in the midst of a challenge, a trial, the things that are going on in this world, I know we all have a lot of compassion for what's going on globally, mm-hmm. but we have to know and trust that God is involved in all of it. He sees it all, and He is working through what He is capable of doing for His goodwill. He is, and He is there, and He needs us to be His hands and feet, to reach out to those people around us that maybe are struggling in, in big ways. and are having a difficult time with what's going around us. And there's a lot. And So I was coming across a scripture the other day, and it's from 1 Timothy 6.11. It kind of tells you what to pursue in these times. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. So when we think of that fruit that we can bear for other people and how we can stay close to God... It it makes me feel like, you know, there is something I can do. I can act this way and do these things. And that will lead me to not being so stressed. And that will also lead me to being someone that acknowledges Him in all my ways. Does that make sense? It does. And you know, there's calmness in your spirit when you're focused on God. He just has that presence. His grace, His mercy just showers down on you when you're in that moment with Him. And it is so precious. And it can truly take all your cares. Truly, truly. And then let's go back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. The the last part of 6 says, He will make your path straight. Is that what your version says? It does. So we need to remember that. We don't know which way to go. We need direction. We need peace. We need to know a plan. God will do that for you. He will make your path straight. But remember, there's some things you need to do first. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And then in all your ways, acknowledge Him. And then He promises what? He will make your path straight. Definitely. He will. And it makes me think to the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Those are things, if you're loving and your heart's in the right place, things are going to fall into place. You're going to have challenges, but ultimately you're also going to have peace because you're going to trust Him and your paths are going to align to what God's will is for your life. It is. So remember, Jesus has a river of grace flowing for you. There is a place far from this world of worry where freedom awaits from that burden you have locked down inside. Go down to the riverside where the river runs free. Open your heart. All it takes is a little bit of faith and a lot of trust, and Jesus will carry all your worry away. That's just beautiful, Jill. Just beautiful. As we sit here this morning and we're talking through this process, there are so many that I can think of that just really struggle with, I don't have enough faith. I've not been good enough to to pray to God. God isn't looking for you to clean up your act to come to Him. Come as you are. There is even a song to that. Come as you are because He's going to accept you and love you and and instill grace and mercy back into you and carry you to a different place that's going to grow your faith. 
And if you'll journal it as you go along the path, you'll be impressed with how much you've been given that you hadn't even noticed. So cast every care in the river of grace so your heart will arise clean, free, true, and alive. And when your heart swings open wide, that river of grace will be flowing in you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your river of grace. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Lord, we just can say his name, Jesus Christ, and we can feel that peace, that peace that flows from him. So thank you, Lord, for your river of grace. And Lord, thank you that we know that we don't have to take these burdens. We can cast them onto you and you will take them from us. So Lord, let us do that. Let us be free from worry, free from these burdens, and remember that you are the one that can calm that storm. So Lord, we're trusting you with all our heart. We're not gonna lean on our own understanding. In all our ways, we're going to acknowledge you so that you will make our path straight. We believe this and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. You can hear us every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, please go to realliferealpeopleradio.podbean.com. And just remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Real life. Real faith.